Yeah, I'm talking to you, sassy girl. Need a little ah in your step? Try this on for size. It's pop. It tastes great. It makes you feel kind of funny. Not here, not down there, but all up in this area. Talking pop. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about What's the deal with this pop life and when is it gonna fade out The thing you got to realize what we're doing is not a trend We got the gift of melody, we're gonna bring it till the end, come on now Hi, welcome to Talk and Pop, my name is Jennifer Smith I am here with the Dr. Jekyll to my Mr. Hyde <laughs> Tim Cable, how you doing Tim? I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's this is pretty terrible. I can never remember like which one is the evil voice <laughs> because I know it's Mr. Mr. Hyde, right? But Dr. Jekyll sounds pretty sinister also and it always has. So um it well, just he's sounds pretty like fucked up in his own right, I guess. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah it's kinda like kinda like Dr. Frankenstein. You know, yeah. he's very <laughs> fucked up in his own right. Almost and it's the real monster. Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, it goes with our theme anyway. My pathetic attempt to um, help set the mood here for our topic. Yeah, so uh, we did this last. I guess this is maybe technically should this be counted as our third Halloween spectacular or our first proper <laughs> Halloween spectacular? Because impossible last year. Yeah, so last year we wanted to do. What we're pretty much going to do on this episode, I feel right. like. Um, however, it was very late. Um, the world was a terrible place. I mean, it still is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were less probably able to cope with it at the time. We were. We didn't have it together, right? Long story short, we didn't have it together. So what we did uh, was we watched Creep Show 2, did a live watch of that film, which you're a big fan of. I had felt like I'd seen before, but remembered nothing about. Right. Um, I, I'm still scarred by the ecological terror that was the the sludge. The, that, the blob. The blob, yeah, whatever that that second story was called. Oh, um, my God. The raft. Is the that raft, yeah. yeah. Man. No, let's just watch that again. Oh God! I just want to see it again. I haven't seen it since we did that. So hey, it's it's still streaming. You can. It's spooky season, so it might um, be watched. Yeah. Well, look, I've been trying to watch the original Creep Show, but <laughs> that is like not streaming anywhere. Oh yeah, I wonder what's up with that. I don't know, but you know what? I feel like the t- the date of this recording to to um pull the curtain back a little bit. It is the last day of September. And so I kind of am hoping, have my fingers crossed, that a few hours from now, like, a bunch of switches are going to flip, and (laughs) it'll officially be October, so a whole bunch of movies that are not streaming right now will be streaming. That does Um, seem logical. It it does. It also seems overly optimistic. Also uh, that. Because, as you know, anytime we want to watch a particular movie... (laughs) It's never streaming. It's never anywhere. Never. It's uncanny. Um, so anyway, we watched Creep Show 2 last year, which was fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. But um, the year before that, was it the year before that or even even earlier? Gosh, we did our 
a teen witch. Teen witch. Yeah. Live commentary as well. Great, great Halloween movie. <laughs> Which I have already seen. That was sure. like the first one. That, it's on Pluto. So I was like, oh, okay. watch a teen witch. Excellent. I think I had to, I think I rented it on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I bought it. Although I should have. Yes. Clearly. <laughs> um. But this year we are look we we are going to go ahead and throw something on okay, mm-hmm. but uh, that is not going to be the focus of our discussion. We're we're just going to get into sort of a grab bag of topics, which I feel like is appropriate for for Halloween, mm-hmm. um, and you know just have some fun, tell some stories, uh, share some memories, uh, you know, talk some junk as we do. Junk, yeah. Yeah, throwing it back. Mm-hmm. But uh, what have we decided that we're going to watch here to to set the mood, Jenny? Well, after 20 minutes of scrolling, uh, doom scrolling through mm-hmm. several apps, we have settled on Arachnophobia on Amazon yep. Prime. Um, so I think it's it's it. There's a lot. There's a lot to get. Into. I, it's one of my favorites, and I'm not scared of spiders, so I won't be freaked out. Oh, very good. I, uh, you know, spiders aren't my favorite, and I'm not super scared of spiders either. But um, there's definitely a creepiness, an ick factor that comes yes. with spiders more so than other bugs. But as soon as you came across this and said the title, I was like, "That's it. That's what we're watching." <laughs> Have you ever seen it? Yeah, you know what? I actually saw this in the theater. Oh, yep. nice. Yeah. So I don't know. You want to count us in, and, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into some stuff. All right, arachnophobia on Amazon Prime in three, two, one, play. Woohoo! What year was this? 1990. Mm. Yeah. So Hollywood 1989. Yep, yeah, really. <laughs> Realistically. Uh, yeah, I saw this in the theater with my dad and um, Big Rye. <laughs> Big Rye, Big Cousin Rye. Big Cousin Ryan. Um, yeah, this was what it was fun to see in the theater because you know there's so many jump scares and mm-hmm. it's not like a super disturbing movie. It's Mm-mm. as much comedy as it is horror, maybe more horror than comedy. But you know that that balance is is a little bit more um, tilted, you know, towards comedy than than other horror comedies i feel like right a good mixture there with jeff daniels who can do comedy and pretty much anything yeah yeah i mean you get some early uh john goodman in here too love him um so i I guess we're in the rainforest now in this this great open very scenic probably spiders in there oh my god it's it is a little bit I don't know, oogs me out to think about, you know, just mm-hmm. the <laughs> the tropical spiders that lurk in these places that, you know, people just never, you will never see these these spiders, and they're just the most horrifying. Everywhere. Yeah, and they're just everywhere. Um, so, what are you planning on doing this year for Halloween? Like, y'all have any big plans, or just sort of it's going to be a quiet, quiet it's, festivities at home. It's so funny because Halloween is like my favorite. Like, I love everything about it. I, I get into it. But it's like, 
I am the only one. Like, mm-hmm. people are like moderately like, yeah, it's cool. Like, trick treat, dress up, whatever. I always want to do like the most. Like, <laughs> I always want to go hard, but I never can because it's just me. You can't go hard by yourself. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. you can't party with yourself. So it's it's just it's a weird spot because. Ethan is 12 now. He doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit about dressing up. He doesn't give a shit about participating in any nonsense like that. And I, he'll go get some candy, but he's not dressing up for it. And he's not doing like a thing. Oh, come on. You got to at least dress up. So and I'm like, well, fuck. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Like, I guess I could like just go try to find like a random party or a bar maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that is still on the table, honestly, but, uh, recently I've met a group of girls and they all have families. Some of them are bigger families and younger kids. And I had mentioned maybe doing a Halloween party together for these like four families. Um, and they seemed very into it, but the problem with this group of friends is that we are all potheads. Well, okay. I, I was going to ask a related question on that, but uh, please continue. So getting these group of potheads together is very, very difficult. And so I, to me, it's 50-50. One way, I could totally see it happen. The other way, it does not happen at all. Um, I have a month to figure it out, so I guess that's good. But right now, to be determined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For Halloween plans. If all else fails, I'm going to the bar and get drunk. And probably a sexy nurse outfit or something. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong it's with the, that. The whole fallback plan, you know. You, you see, I was going to guess that you, as a prodigious consumer of the devil's lettuce, um, <laughs> you would be busy uh, lacing all of the candy with, right. with your... Uh, marijuana and related products just like everyone does every year I'm told um, and has been doing for you know the better part of a hundred years apparently Uh, why do these stories still why do they still exist honestly it's there's a lot of like fear mongering stuff in there especially drug related and all that shit but you know like my goal is at least drug at least three kids this yeah oh sure i try to step it up every year um parents are just too watchful these days is i find that i -hmm. can't get the weed to the kids it's very troubling sometimes because everybody's smartened up right like right right um, parents going through stealing all the edibles before the kids can take them so it's tough it's tough out there I stick to the uh, tried and true razor blades, you know, and in, in yeah, I mean, it's obvious. It's yeah, obvious. That's that's how I like to get them. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like. I, I hope part of me, and in, in this again, maybe overly optimistic, but there's a big part of me that hopes and kind of thinks that this is maybe the last year we hear about that bullshit. Yeah, hopefully. Only because it seems like more and more, anytime one of those stories circulates, like on social media, it's the comments are nothing but people dunking on it. Like like about how bullshit and how this never happens and this, this stupid local news, you sound like a bunch of idiots. And you know, I, I really think maybe we're getting away from it because like people are, are actually getting like 
no, no one's trying to give away their expensive, you know, medicinal or edibles or no, <laughs> whatever kind of marijuana. It's ludicrous. Products. Like, <laughs> this is something no that has ever done never that. happens no. <laughs> and never will. No. I, I think mean, that's made like, sure. getting- I mean, those are cheap and, you know, whatever, but check your razor blade candy, but nobody's fucking with weed. Have you ever gotten anything weird in your Halloween bag? Not that I ever recall. Sometimes you get the lame, like, popcorn or something. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right. Like, I was going to say. The, who it's, was eating the stale popcorn? Ma'am, yeah. please. Ma'am, please. <laughs> um, I think I've told this before. The weirdest thing, not that it was anything dangerous, but it was certainly weird. Um, coupons for free Taekwondo lessons. <laughs> And this was really sad because it was in my grandparents' neighborhood and they were in kind of a, not the rich neighborhood, but it's, it was like definitely a more desirable place to trick or treat than Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my mom or my dad's neighborhood (laughs) where it was like, you know, you're getting the stale leftover shit from like last year. Right. Um, And I was like, man, this is, this is pretty lame. So I did not take them up on on that. Good, good. Yeah, they were probably weirdos, sex traffickers, anyway. Probably so. Yeah. Oh man. That's but, how you um, get them. <laughs> right. Yeah, I wondered if. Um, what about you? What are you doing? Well, um, I mean, mine is always up in the air. I feel like just because. I mean, I don't have kids. I don't make plans. Um, it's been a long time since I really planned something for Halloween. Mm. Uh, plus, How about I come to Richmond? Um, <laughs> you'd probably be in for a pretty boring time. <laughs> um, although the last time we did a Halloween party just with local friends, mm. uh, one of uh, one of my close friends who worked was a server in a restaurant at the time. So she kind of had the hookup to like pretty decent party supplies, you know, um, had like all these, uh, grabbed like all these like, uh, uh, plastic, um, cups, like ramekin size type cups from, mm-hmm. from work that we made jello shooters in. Nice. And we made something like 250 jello Holy shit. <laughs> we were making them all fucking day. Damn. Um. Before the actual, this was like, gosh, going on seven, eight years ago. How um, much alcohol is that? It was a lot. <laughs> um, I want to say we went to, we went through like, oof. Um, it's hard to say because you would have like, you would try to use up kind of what you had in the house already mm-hmm. opened. Mm-hmm. And it would be like the cheapest vodka, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I would say, gosh, probably two handles of vodka and all. Yeah. Maybe more, honestly. Because, um, we, I mean, we we're pretty heavy-handed with them, too. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're jelly shooters. You want them right. to be, you know, pretty... You kind of want to get fucked up. And <laughs> vodka <laughs> doesn't taste like anything, so... <laughs> um, anyway, that was... That was kind of a wild night. Um, I almost got a DUI, but that's Woo! yeah. Neither, and I, it was one of those like I just I 
had uh, a couple of drinks like at dinner at the restaurant where my friend worked hours ago and had completely like forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And we ran out of something and I had to run out to like Party City or Spirit or whatever to just grab whatever it was. And I got pulled. Um, oh, no. Yeah. And it was like, I wasn't even thinking about, oh, shit, I've been drinking. Because, like, again, it was hours ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was, it was just he pulled me for, like, you know, doing 30 and a 25 or something. You know, it was right, like some yeah. bullshit kind of speeding type thing. And um, he actually, you know, he asked me if I'd been drinking. I was like, no, because... Mm-hmm. You know, I really hadn't thought of myself as someone who'd been drinking that <laughs> night. And he breathalyzed me anyway, and I blew like a like a point oh five. So Ooh. it was like, yeah, and point oh eight is a legal limit around here. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck me. Um I think I just live at that <laughs> Yeah, I was right now. <laughs> <laughs> These days, it's yeah. They had to raise that. Well, it's that like constant. Yeah, yeah. Y'all gotta, um, gotta adjust that shit. Just kidding. Um, the, but the, yeah, anyway, that was uh, on this movie. They just like smoked out this random tree in the rainforest, and uh-huh. all this fucking shit started falling out of the tree. Bugs yeah. and snakes and spiders, and they're just collecting all of them. And it's yeah, they've got like absolutely these- terrifying steel or 10 funnels that they're like collecting these things in and it's i think this one spider is playing dead we're about to get it (laughs) right on the camera oh this movie's great oh god so but anyway that was that was like the last really fun thing i did for halloween i feel like um how was that uh, let's see. This was in 2013. You've probably seen the pictures. Um, oh, I'm sure. I know you stalk my uh, mm-hmm. social media, as as everyone does. Um, <laughs> uh, stalking anyone's social media. So, but anyway, um, I don't know. This year, look, Halloween's on a Sunday, right? I think. That kind of sucks. Yeah, that does. Last year was fun because it was on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I want to say I just, um, it was one of those weekends I, I went and visited my mom and, uh, I mean, she didn't do anything. She just, we just hung out all day, watched movies and mm-hmm. I mean, she handed out candy to neighborhood kids, but I mean, there really wasn't a lot, um, going on. I, I just, especially yeah, last year was so fucked. <laughs> so. I think with COVID and everything, yeah. people, can't really go house to house during a pandemic. So. No, no. So that was a bit of a bust, but we still had fun. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's probably actual Halloween night. I don't think. I don't think I'll be doing much of anything this year. But I don't know. I'm kind of more in the spirit than I usually am. Like I, yeah. I always say, like, oh, you know, Halloween, October is my mm-hmm. favorite time of year. I don't watch some horror movies. You know, the weather cools off and sit outside and hang out and enjoy, you know, the fall season, blah, blah, blah. And I just never do it, of course. Right. Um, but this year I'm like, yeah, it's not even October yet. And I'm yeah. kind of getting into it. 
Yeah, yeah, me too. Here we are watching a fun movie. Like, I feel like we um we have our shit together, which helps. So. I always like to go to haunted houses. Mm. Um, I like to do like the dumb shit like that. But I like yeah. I, said, I don't have like I don't have a person that is into the horror stuff like I am. That, uh, that sucks. And, and, and I could go by myself. It just would not be nah. as fun to me. But I like you know just like walking through the woods like a haunted trail or yeah i was about to say you're a a haunted hayride person aren't you yes a hundred percent yes yeah if i could do it every day i would like it's just my thing um i love it but i just don't get those opportunities um so oh there's always like this huge like wistfulness during october too because you're right about that i want to do i want to do all this stuff it's like my child ain't going to pumpkin patches no more, you know. Like, we I didn't that Oh, this guy's getting but oh, oh god, shit. got bit. He got bit in a bad way. He is fucked. Oh god, sorry. Um, we said we weren't going to actually pay attention to this. Yeah, movie. but it's good. Hard not to. He sees. He sees it. He's stroking out. <laughs> um, no, I love a, a haunted hayride. I totally feel you. Um, and again, it's been years since since I actually did that. Yeah, me too. Just because lack of choices, yeah. chances, I guess. Yeah. Well, my friend group kind of not that we aren't still friends, but we're like more severe adults. Mm. <laughs> we used, and you know how it is. Anytime adultier uh, adults. Yeah. Anytime more than two adults try to get together to plan anything. It's like, well, um, I guess I'll see you in about two years. Like, it's impossible mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to do anything once you're above a certain age and have kids and just more yeah. responsibilities. It's just none of that shit works out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I get the wistfulness because um, we used to do that as a pretty regular tradition. Um, there, there's a place kind of kind of out in the country but not so far removed from civilization that that you felt like you were in the boonies it was like a berry farm where they um did the whole haunted hay ride yeah, yeah. haunted house gimmick which you know you know if you've been to one you you've been to yeah. all of them so yeah those are fun um and my family did stuff you know growing up mm. we, we would you know, do the because we lived out in the country, and so we would say, do haunted yeah. hayride stuff and like, uh, like haunted trail or whatever, and all the adults would get into it, and then the kids would get into it, and um, so we had a lot of big Halloween stuff when I was growing up, and mm-hmm. I just feel like as we got older, it just kind of faded out, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of bittersweet. So what was your cutoff as far as the age where it was like, I'm not doing the costume going out trick or treating type thing. Like when, when was, when were you done with all that? I, you I, said I've never been is... done with it. I, I've never, <laughs> I, I'm always up for that shit. Like always, but, um, you know, not everybody's like that. So it was just a lack of yeah. chances and, um, well, I guess I'll put it this teenager way. Teenager years, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, at what 16, point? Sixteen, probably. 16, okay, that wow, that feels. I won't say late. Um, yeah, I mean, because I hung it, I wanted to do it all the time. Yeah, well, it's it's sort of like you stop doing it because there's almost a social stigma attached yeah, at a certain 100%. point. Because kids are shitty. 
Yeah. I, I don't know how it is now. Like, I don't know. I feel like kids grow up a little bit um, slower now. I don't know. Um, I'm childless. How can I? <laughs> how can I say one way or another? I don't know. I just feel like um, if they're into that kind of stuff, they're maybe into it for longer than we yes. were. Yeah. Or it's more accepted. They don't have that kind of same social stigma that, that maybe we did. I, I hope not anyway. You'd always have the older kids. Um, even if they did dress up, they would still like get the stink eye from parents. It's yeah. like, why are you still doing this? See, that's um, why it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I, I would never be that person to be like, why are these? Yeah, I wouldn't either. I'm like, yes, thank God. But I think look, they should. As, as long as they're dressed up, I feel like have at it. Yeah, um, that's how I now, if they're not dressed up, I'm kind of like, all right, fuck off. And that's what I said about Ethan, too. I was like, look, you're not going to go get candy if you're not wearing a costume. Like, I'm yeah. not going to be that parent that lets that happen. Exactly. Yeah, that that's good parenting, I feel like. But that's I mean, one thing I'm good at. As, old, <laughs> as old as you want to be, if you're still going to dress up, fuck, have at it. I would have a costume party, like, every weekend if I could, like. Mm. And that's why I was yeah. like. I don't know what to be this year. Do you have any suggestions on costumes? Keep it going year round. I think you, well, we talked about it a little bit. Um, so on a related note, you're, you're, uh, you're going to revive freak out driving yes. here on the Jenny position, mm-hmm. which we, uh, I mean, this is more great Halloween content coming your way. Uh, we did a live watch of a movie. We did pay a lot of attention to. We did. Um, one of my fr- Jesus, the spider coming out. Oh of the my god! <laughs> it's gonna take out the bird. Oh, oh my god! Watch, it's just gonna fall. <laughs> the bird brought this giant spider. Okay, the bird, yes, is transporting the spider. Oh god! Oh my god! Oh, and it got tagged. Yep, just Damn. falls out of the sky. Um. Anyway, so the movie. <laughs> what well, shit like, look? Good god! It really is, and this old like country town this barn house basically yeah that they're moving into from the damn congo (laughs) or wherever the fuck they were um so we watched hellraiser is what i'm trying to say for for the uh revived freak out drive-in and um i think you should uh you should dress especially if you do the bar (laughs) the bar thing On Halloween, if everybody dips out on you, uh-huh. you got to dress as Julia. Okay. Okay. You got to get those earrings. You got to. I could probably rock it. The shoulder pads. Um, do the hair. Do the hair up like she did. Nobody um, can get it. No, but it'll be Halloween, and they'll they'll be like, uh-huh. "This bitch is dressed up. I don't know what she's going for, but she sure is dressed up." <laughs> If she doesn't leave the house like that every every day. I probably would. Um, that would be fun. What else? Um well. Uh I mean I I've always liked your Wonder Woman cosplays. Mm. I think you pull that off really well. I do love me some Wonder so, Woman. It's it's sort of like do you want to go for scary or do you want to go for fun i mean yeah. scary can be fun too yeah uh growing up i was always more into scary costumes uh, i'm not sure how accomplished my scary <laughs> costumes were but 
I did Freddy one year. That one was pretty good. That was what I did last year. That was fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, Freddy's pretty easy to pull off. I mean, even even back then, you know, in the 90s, like, you could find that ugly-ass sweater. (laughs) You could find the hat, the mask. I got a mask, like, a pretty legit Freddy mask from, like, this uh, costume store locally that had all kinds of cool shit like that. Um, so that was a good one. Uh, I was Jason one year. And again, that's, you know, throw on a hockey mask. You're pretty much good to go. (laughs) Um, I was for some reason really obsessed with like just the, you know, the grim reaper, like the scepter, this. Yeah. Sickle. It's sickle. That's uh, what I'm yeah. going for. Yeah. I was Antidote. that. Yeah. I was really obsessed with like just that. I don't know. Concept or figure. I don't know. I had a weird morbid fixation on death. I think mm. <laughs> For a period. Um, you and Thanos. Yeah. Me and Thanos. Um, so uh, that was a pretty good costume. Um, my best non-scary costume, I, I've probably told you, uh, was Dick Tracy. Oh, no. I don't think you... Well, maybe, yeah. I was the one kid who was, like, really <laughs> obsessed with that movie the summer it came out. That's too cute. I love that. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that would have... That was also 1990. Same year as this. Uh, same year as Arachnophobia. Uh, so, I would have been in... Let's see... 1990 going into 91 i would have been in first grade um yeah dick with my uh fucking vest and slacks and yes my aunt betsy yeah my aunt betsy like went around all these local thrift stores and like found shit that actually worked i I couldn't believe it like where are you gonna find a red or excuse me a yellow duster and like, it, it's not even like a fedora, really, that he wears. It's just this weird yellow mm-hmm. hat. <laughs> but, um, and it was, like, not even, whatever she found, it was, it, it was all, like, kind of piecemeal and not meant to be part of a costume. I was like, well, <laughs> Sometimes yeah. those are the cutest. Yeah, but it, it worked. It really worked. I've got pictures of that somewhere. I'll have to look yeah, around. Yeah, I'll post it with this uh <laughs> I think, I don't think I have them on me. I think my mom, I'd have to check my mom. But anyway. Are these spiders falling in love? Yeah. Love connection here with the two spiders, dude. That was intense. Yep. They're going at it. <laughs> this is how we're going to get the uh, the hybrid super spiders that right, right. take over the town. Oh, my God. I just think the the way that they filmed the spider and the music that they set to it like it the they give it some sentience right they make it seem mm. like mm-hmm. it knows what it's doing when it's just doing spider things yes and that's what i love about this movie especially at the end where we get yes. the the climactic uh battle it's, it's like yeah. a boss fight with the spider and you just feel like it's it's like a like a super spider like it's it it knows. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's like a movie monster, really. Yeah, pretty much. It pulls it off that thing. Um. So yeah, the, I mean, 
Uh, like I said, I always I always enjoyed the scarier themed costumes, but I don't know, man. That that Dick Tracy was. I even put like um, something to darken my hair, which is already pretty dark. So I don't know why um, I did that, and it <laughs> I had a hard time hard time getting it out. So it's kind of. I had to go to school the next day, but it's still kind of in there. <laughs> well, was it shoe polish or something? Um, kind of. It was something from one of those, like you know, those bullshit makeup kits you can oh, get. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically, yes. <laughs> so basically, shoe polish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think it was meant to color your hair. I think it was. I don't know. It was like really like almost chalky. Um. But anyway, that. Uh, was not the brightest idea. So uh, I, one of my favorite costumes was several years ago. Um, I did like a mashup theme where I was dressed as Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And then I had this giant inflatable mm. taco that was like a float for your pool. And so oh. I was t- Taco Bell. Taco <laughs> <laughs> That's a great statement. I have a photo of me in that as well. I love it. That will probably be popping up in my memories pretty soon. I did a, a vampire thing uh, a few years back, again, at another uh, Halloween party. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I'd used, you know, those uh, those fangs you can get at, at Spirit? Not the, mm-hmm. these are the kind that you kind of, you almost like um, glue onto your teeth with like this liquid cement stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, Why would anybody do that? Because you you want a you want an authentic uh, a vampire uh, cosplay. How do you get and that shit off? I, honestly, like I was more afraid that it wouldn't stay on than than I was about getting it off, which tells you well, where my priorities yeah, were at the time. And I was like, man, this shit's not going to work. And so it's it's two like individual things, and uh, you kind of mix the stuff up. Wait wait a minute and then stick it on there and you just sort of hold it in place over, over your incisors. And I was like, I don't think this is going to work. Cause it felt really loose at first. And I was like, you know, I'm going to be drinking. Like, I know I'm not going to, it's not, I, I am not going to like lose my buzz for the sake of, you know, keeping these fangs in all night. Right. True. true. <laughs> so I was like, I better be able to drink. And so I was like, I don't know. I got a pretty firm hold on this this one on the left. So I was like, maybe this will work. So I put the other one in. And I was like, yeah, these these are working. I can't really talk because, you know, it's very awkward. <laughs> I'm like drooling a lot. That is commitment. <laughs> drooling a lot. And I was like, all right, let me see if let me see if I can drink. And yeah, you you don't realize like how much you salivate. Um <laughs> And uh, I don't know. It's like a weird because it's hard. It's sort of hard to swallow. Um, mm. And uh, so I was like, "All right, let me try to drink." And I was like, "I take small sips. It, it seems to work okay." So I was kind of nursing drinks all night, but uh, those things stayed on. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I might have gone to bed with them still. <laughs> You're still wearing them, I, aren't you, Tim? I hope I didn't. But, I mean, they weren't really hard to get off. Um, but, yeah, those things were no joke. I would I would do that. I would recommend that for anybody who wants to do, like, a 
full on vampire without like the you know the the mm-hmm. um like the plastic things that you just kind of stick over your teeth. Yeah. You don't want those. You you got to get the real. I uh saw a Facebook ad like 2 days ago that was like uh like retractable. So like oh, you hit wow. like a trigger like on the on one part of it and then oh, the fangs God. like come down. So That's nuts. That's yeah, like I thought that was Hollywood all very extra, but almost bought some. Wow. I will say <laughs> I was maybe not... I'll be a vampire and do that. Try it, yeah. I, I was not that extra, although if, if Spirit the Halloween store had had those, I probably would have been that extra. Yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, they'll have some. But yeah, I mean if that's another fun thing to do to just kind of walk around <laughs> that mm-hmm. store. Mm-hmm. I love to that. see all the crazy shit. And that's like, you know, I've been uh, dieting and exercising and losing weight for like a long time now and Mm. almost at my goal. And that is one of the things that I've been thrilled about progressively over the years is that when I was a big girl, I could not fit into those. Right. There's one size fits all. Yes. And that was always a challenge for me when I was heavier is that I would want to be cute. Like I always wanted to be one of the flapper girls, right. To have like one of the little like shiny sequin dress with the little Mm. fringe and like be a, like a flapper. I don't know. Just like, it's cute. And I wanted to do it. And it was like, I never felt comfortable enough to do it. Like nothing ever fit like you do the plus yeah. size but even that was like kind of pushing it yeah um, yeah so as the years have gone on and like get more fit so my costumes i feel like it's just way more exciting because i feel like it opens up anything that i want to do which i can always do anything i want to do but i will never really be comfortable doing it so i just feel better overall about the options really because they're i mean you can I mean, it's like a mecca of costuming. At the oh, yeah, for sure. And I, that's, um, you know, I think I would say since I have found um, much of the weight that you have lost uh, over the years, <laughs> that makes me less inclined to want to dress up. And that's fair enough. Go out. Yeah, like I, I totally get how that because when I did the, the vampire costume, I mean, it wasn't even really a costume. It was just sort of fangs, and I wore a lot of leather. Um, <laughs> that was that's, fun, that's though. That's a vampire for you. Um, and, you know, sunglasses at night. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, the reason I did that, actually, that was this was back when uh, True Blood was really popular. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we had a lot of, a lot of girls at the party um, had Merlot's, uh, like, server waitress costumes. Um, yeah so they they would have like the merlot shirt and um so it was just kind of a it wasn't meant to be like a true blood themed party but it it kind of turned into that just because that was so popular and everybody was doing something in that wheelhouse it felt like and Uh, easy too like all of that is easy easy and also kind of sexy and right yeah when, when you're when you're an adult that's that's sort of what you gravitate towards. Uh, and plus, I, like I said, that's when I, had, that was probably my peak uh, weight loss. So I was 
feeling pretty confident and willing to do it. Um, but yeah, you definitely, you kind of have to choose your battles when it comes to that stuff, especially you pick up the costume and you see the one size fits all. And it's like, all right, let me read the fine print. And you're like, you know, it'll say like height and weight limits and stuff like that. And you're just like, Oh, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. I've had many <laughs> I think tried all. costumes like that. Um, any other fun favorite costumes growing up? I think they were all basically pretty standard. I don't, you know, you like always do like a witch. Okay. Um, that that is definitely one of the standards. Yeah. <laughs> the, the witch. I don't know. I, I don't recall anything growing up that was that great. Hmm. Yeah, I was um I was trying to go through the mental inventory earlier today of all my costumes and. I don't think I can remember all of them because who can, but there were like a surprising number that I I definitely could remember. And I was like, man, this is, (laughs) I have a better memory than I thought. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have a worse memory than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which I mean, we were poor too. So it's like nothing was really all that great shakes. It's like a a mask with like a rubber band and like an itchy, you know, (laughs) Thing you can't breathe and like yeah. a, a jumpsuit, you know. I will say the uh, the Freddy mask got to be yeah kind of cumbersome as, as the night wore on. It was I was definitely sweating behind that thing. I remember oh. um, when I was the drum major in the band, we would a lot of times have games on Halloween or around that time and. We would the band would dress up, and I know I did an angel one time, which was a bad idea because it was white, and I had to stand in front of all the lights. Um, so I was very paranoid about that. <laughs> it was like a very see-through outfit. Um, I know I did that, and I can't remember what else I did during band. But well, like you said, growing up in the country, it sort of I feel like in some ways limited your options, but also gave you. Uh, some non-conventional options mm-hmm. as as well, like you said, with the you know you're out in the country, uh, it's haunted haunted houses, haunted hayrides, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That probably you probably had some decent pumpkin patches too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did around there, and um, I think I did a zombie. Yeah, I definitely did zombie makeup. We didn't do makeup like based stuff that much. I guess because none of us is really talented at that at all. But sometimes we do like the spray paint in the hair. Yeah, the spray, like the uh, the kind of spray on yeah. hair color stuff was fun too. I I did that um, at least one year. That that worked out better than the uh, shoe polish. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so this oh, is God. The spiders are taking over. Uh, yeah. Even like the smaller spider is still like really big for yes. just a God. Like imagine seeing seeing no. this in your house. I mean, no. I don't care if you're okay with spiders. That's still yeah, yeah. Just wait. No, I'm not scared of them. But in, in that number, fuck all of that. Burn it down. Yeah, for sure. So he, I don't. They're having some big party there. That seems like a good idea. Oh God, this those spiders are gonna have a feast. <laughs> gonna kill everybody at this party. 
Well, this movie is not, as we said, a Halloween movie per se. Right. Some some would maybe suggest it's not even a, a true horror movie. I think it is. Mm-hmm. But um, we do have some favorites, though, do we not, when it comes to actual Halloween movies? Way too many. Way too many. Uh, we kind of ranked our favorites, although mm-hmm. I would say that mine are in no real particular order. Same. But uh, I thought that'd be fun to kind of run through. Sure, uh, yeah. Just as we continue to watch this and get grossed out. <laughs> I can't wait for all these people to die. <laughs> um. Yeah, some of these people really get it. Like, there's one, like, using the toilet. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, there's, like, one local doctor who has no idea what's going Was on. Was that Mimi from Drew Carey's show? Ooh, it kind of looked like her. It might be. I like how there's just casual spiders all around. Oh, God. And no one. Yeah, that does look like her. Yeah, I think it is her. That's got to be her. Before she all got right. that, I guess. Um, yeah, well, she's still a little bit on the yeah, plump. plump side. That's a good word for it. Well, I mean, I feel like it's. It, I mean, some of my movie choices are cliched, but I think that. It's just going to be a thing because they're mm-hmm. traditional type Halloween movies that you grew up watching. And right. so you want to watch them during Halloween time. So Halloween would probably be good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's maybe necessary, not necessarily any accounting for, for quality or taste here. These are just, we're not saying these are the greatest movies ever, just sort of our personal favorites, right? Mm-hmm. So, the first Michael Myers Halloween movie. Okay. Um, definitely. Yeah. Should be on most people's list. But. Yeah, I've definitely got that one, too. A um, little, little bit deeper into my list, but, I mean, what can you say? Classic. Yeah. Um, it's just so, like, for a fairly tame horror movies, as far as, like, the actual gore uh gore it's it's not graphic you know mm-hmm. it's um it's certainly intense but um i don't know it's it's so atmospheric yeah. and Sustance. it's much yeah it, it, it's much more about just the immersion and the story and like kind of the imagery and the mm-hmm. you know it, i find it sort of hypnotic honestly watching that that movie just something about it um always sucks me right in it has a real like dreamy kind of quality to it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it definitely holds up, which yep. a lot of horror does not. Right. I I've, I've got to watch Halloween at least. Yeah, for sure. Once once a year and you know, at some point in the month of October. Yeah. Um so yeah, got it. That that's a gimme, I feel like. So I've got as my number 5. Again, this isn't any any real order, but mm-hmm. we'll just call it number five. Um, the Crow. Oh, nice. Which you might be going, hmm, well, you know, it didn't come out around Halloween or anything. It's it's not like a horror movie. It's more of a an action movie. Some might say yeah. a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's the story about a guy um, 
and his fiance who are brutally attacked. He's murdered. It's on devil's night, you know, the night before Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, which is that, has that ever been a thing for anyone really? Like, I feel like in pop culture, they make more of a, a bigger deal about devil's night than it ever really is for anyone. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's a good excuse to party. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, he is, you know, brutally murdered and resurrected uh, a year later, um, one year, you know, to the night, and uh, seeks revenge on on uh, the killers. I think his, you know, his fiance like dies in the hospital shortly thereafter. You know, it's a it's a very tragic type of uh-huh. story, and it's a very like I don't know. The crow is a very angsty character. It's sort of a a very emo movie <laughs> for a lot of people. You love your emo horror. I, I do. I do love my emo horror. And um, it, it's in some ways kind of a romantic movie, too. Uh, and again, in a very like goth way, if you're one of those, you know, if you get it, you get it. You know, yeah, it's, it's very much of its time, you know, 1994 um, as as sort of goth and emo-y as, as the movie is, the comic is even more that. Um, but I don't know. I, I've always just had a lot of fun with, with that movie and that character. And, you know, all these gang members that he goes after, they all have names like T-Bird and Fun Boy and, and mm-hmm. Top Dollar. Fun <laughs> Boy. Um. Plus, you have that entire just mythology around Brandon Lee now. Right, yeah. Who dies in the making of this movie just adds that whole other element. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got the awesome soundtrack, too. Um, I, I need to watch uh, that again. It's it's one that I wouldn't say I'd necessarily watch every year, but, but if I do, this is kind of when I start to get in the mood for it, you know? So yeah, I, I'd, I'd say it holds. I mean, it holds up as well as it ever would. Like it's it's one of those movies that once it comes out, you go, um, I really like that. However, it's immediately dated. You know? uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. because it's just so of its time and shamelessly so. So yeah, that I'll put that as my number five. It's kind of an unconventional pick. I'll grant you. I like that. it. I like it. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Um, I, I don't even know what order to put these in, so I'll just choose another sort of maybe unconventional. I don't know. Probably mm-hmm. not. Sleepy Hollow starring Johnny Depp. Oh, and okay. And Dugray Scott? Yes. <laughs> I think he's that. I think he's in it. I might be thinking of, am I thinking of Ever After or something like that? Yeah, he's definitely is, in Ever After. Yeah. Sleepy Hollow, that's a great pick. Wow. I, that movie, speaking of atmospheric, that movie is a whole mood. It sure um, is. It is like, John, I'm a huge, I mean, whatever, whatever, but I love Johnny Depp and uh, he's fantastic in it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see uh, Do Gray Scott here, but I think I might be thinking of Casper Van Dien. That's it. That's who you're thinking of. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, Christina Ricci's in it too. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely awesome. Um. Just a lot of like, uh, sort of. There's a little bit of a Sherlock Holmes feeling to it, 
and uh, it's just so dark and cold looking. It looks miserable weather wise, yeah. and everybody just there's just secrets and backstabbing betrayals, and um, it, it it's just so and so weird. Like he's so weird, and it, it kind of really it puts a real spin on the classic um, Sleepy Hollow story, which yeah. I love to read every now and then too. Yeah, no doubt. That's a great, I almost want to bump my, uh, my number five. (laughs) See, I wondered how much we would overlap maybe. And, um, so so far we haven't, but, um, uh, now I want to rewatch that movie. Oh yeah, definitely do. Mm. And that's from what, uh, the late nineties, right? I believe Uh, so. Looks like, yeah, 19, 1999. I would have guessed 98 or 99. Yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. And that's such a cool like legend too. Just that I don't know. Just as far as scary story, like almost a, a, a gothic fairy tale sort of yeah, thing. Pretty it's much, just been basically. Handed, yeah, yeah. always been into that. They give uh, Ichabod Crane like a like a pretty deep, kind of fucked up, traumatic backstory as well. So, um, and there's a lot of weird imagery that goes in with that, and it's, it's just the whole mood and. This is an aside, but uh, there's a um, a podcast. I guess it's a podcast. It's called Sleepy, and you can find it on Spotify. But it's basically this guy with this deep voice, and he reads you stories like to make you fall asleep. <laughs> I like it. And um, his voice is amazing. But um, he read the Ichabod Crane story, or whatever it's called. I don't think it's called Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was awesome. Like, I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> it like, had the opposite effect. Like, oh, I'm trying to go to sleep, but I want to hear the story. But, I mean, so check that out. That's as a weird aside there. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to give my next one. I guess this is my number four for counting uh, to an anthology movie uh, that I think has gained a little bit of a cult following, although maybe not too many people um, have seen if you're, if you're not kind of really into horror, it's called uh, trick or treat. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I figured you might know this one. It's from 2007. And this is one of those movies that they made it and it like sat on the shelf for several years. I, I think it was intended for, you know, more of a, a wider release, a theatrical release. And for whatever reason that, you know, didn't happen. And it just kind of went straight to video eventually, but um, it's got some star power behind it. You know, you've got uh, Anna Paquin, you know, speaking of true blood, this was mm-hmm. kind of right before that for her, I believe. Um, Brian Cox, who mm-hmm. you might know from X-Men movies, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan Baker, so, I mean, they've got some name, kind of some name stars in this. And again, it's it's an anthology movie, and it does this kind of cool thing where at the end, the, the various different stories that you think are unrelated kind of converge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they kind of, they were, they, they sort of... Um, would have common characters throughout a couple of them, but you didn't think that they were going to amount to like anything big picture wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but at the end, it it does kind of all come together in a pretty cool way. Um, so I don't want to like give too much away. I would just say, if you're into horror um, and want something maybe a little bit off the beaten track that you haven't seen and you like anthologies, do check that out. Um, if you haven't already, that's that's one that uh, I probably watched for the first time like more than 10 years ago now and just right away i was like oh wow this really is like as good as people are saying yeah that one is um was pretty new to me i watched it for the first time i think maybe like five years ago maybe yeah so apparently i'm seeing it got like an international release in 2007 but it didn't come to the u.s until 2009 I mean, it's, this is still quite some time ago, but you see it, you know, it was more of a kind of earlier in the earlier 2000s it was made, but nobody saw it until years later. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. All right. Back over to you. All right. Um, in the great trilogy of horror, I already said Michael, so I guess I gotta say Freddy. Okay. <laughs> and okay. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street because that shit is legit scary. Um, yeah. He he is a frightening, frightening person to behold. Um, he legitimately scared me as a child, which I think ha- happened for a lot of people. Um, him being able to get you in your dreams is very insidious Mm -hmm. and like, you're not going to be safe ever. Um, that is because what did your parents, at least my parents always told me, you know, you can watch scary movies, you know, but if you have bad dreams, then we're cutting this shit off basically. Um, so it was like, (laughs) if you can handle it, then great. But if you start. You know, getting me up in the middle of the night, we're not doing this horror shit, right? Yeah, basically. But it, it kind of, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street takes that concept and is like, not only are you afraid of, of having the bad dream, but what if it's a Freddy bad dream now? Yeah, so then you are it, going to It's very invasive and yeah. in ways that other horror movies are not. Um. Yeah, as I've always been partial to, of, like, the big horror franchises, I think that might be, I don't know, I'd, I really have to rewatch because mm-hmm. that was my kind of childhood favorite, I would say, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. They're certainly the most fun, I think, because of Freddy, but um, I'd be interested to see how they hold up. But that original, though, is a classic, no doubt. Yeah, it, um, the kills are, like insane it's so gory and so creative yeah, yeah. you even get like a little jingle out of it one two three. Oh. i mean just yeah. like that little song was that always nursery rhyme yes <laughs> um, i mean mm. just it, it's just it's perfect for freaking yourself out on on like a dark night <laughs> yeah 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 i didn't have that from for my halloween list but definitely just in terms of like general horror um i would put like the original nightmare like probably on like a top five for for Mm -hmm. all-time horror you know yep love it 
Uh, and I'll probably watch that at some point <laughs> in these next few weeks now. Of course you will. Which uh, I think they've got them all on either. I think I saw it on HBO Max, which uh, means we cannot watch it because their <laughs> app is total Trash. garbage. But. It is but yeah. That app is but. Uh, although it's been a little bit better here lately, I will say. Yeah, it has a little bit. Um, all right. So next I'm gonna give it I know you know this one. It is uh okay, the master of horror now, Stephen King, mm. based on sort of a weird high concept for him, a uh a, a uh lunar calendar <laughs> i think it started out as i'm talking about the adaptation silver bullet oh uh, really yes oh. fun and you might be thinking why is this on your halloween list well the climax of that movie is set at halloween so oh, it, it has nothing really to do with halloween otherwise <laughs> other right. than I mean, I guess there's another full moon on Halloween. Um, there has to be for that plot to work. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just think there's not a lot of, like, really good werewolf movies. Um, for some that reason, is a good point. Yeah, for some reason, werewolf movies skew more in the direction of horror comedy, I feel like. Which is fine. I mean, I'm not knocking that, but... I don't know. I just like a good grizzly werewolf movie sometimes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, even the classic Were cop, right? Yeah, wolf cop or wolf yeah, cop. Yeah, uh, where, where he transforms Dick first. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, that's a fun movie, but yeah. I don't know. It's not going to scare me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Far, far from that. Even things like. Um, you know, the classic werewolf movies like American Werewolf in London and The Howling, you know, the great debate between those two, which is the better one. And I don't know, I like them both, but they're they definitely have their sillier elements to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a straight up horror movie with a werewolf as as the movie monster. I, I totally dig Silver Bullet. Even with uh, Gary Busey as his very <laughs> Gary Buseyist self in the '80s, and uh, you got the Superior Quarry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, um, in his like high-powered wheelchair, as goofy as that. Who <laughs> plays the sister in that? Is she anybody? Oh. I gotta look now. Oh man, but um. I may have only seen that like once when I was real young. Okay. Okay. I figured you'd be familiar with it, if nothing else. Um, I forgot he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair the whole movie. Um, I can't remember the reason for it, but this is from, gosh, 1985. So that's actually older than I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Gary Busey, Corey Haim, uh, Terry O'Quinn. Great mm-hmm. character actor. Uh, the werewolf is played well in his human form is uh, Everett McGill, who's not a name most people know, but another really cool like character actor um, who's been in. Who, he's done a lot of horror. He's a really like um, enormous person with a very unusual appearance. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
less so back then, but now he's uh he's very craggy looking is the only way I can describe craggy. his appearances. I don't know, man. Just he, he looks like a face on Mount Rushmore is this man. <laughs> he was in Dune. I need to watch the original Dune. Oh God. Wow. Anyway. Um yeah, he's been in like a lot of stuff like that. Um the people under the stairs. You ever see that yeah, one? Yeah. He was he was the leather daddy in that. Mm. Um, so it doesn't say who the sister was. No, it doesn't. So check out Silver Nobody. Bullet. I don't even think Silver Bullet is like that good of a movie, to be honest with you. But it's just sort of a personal. Again, this is personal favorites. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, speaking of personal favorites, um, I always have to have, like, I have a, an affinity for very myriad, because there are so many subgenres of horror, and one of those, one of my favorites is teenagers, and like, young people, mm-hmm. so... For Staple me, of horror, for sure, yes. usually getting carved up, but... yes. So for Whatever me, works. it's Scream. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see a bunch of high schoolers get murdered, which yeah. is often. Um, Scream is it's just like a comfort food movie. Like it's, yeah, totally I always it. love it. Like I of course I know it backwards and forwards, but and it's not scary anymore. But I just always find something fun or new or something to appreciate about that movie. And uh, it was super influential, like, for a bunch of shit uh, from parodies <laughs> and, you know, all the sequels. You know, it's pretty awesome. And I, I have to watch it every Halloween season. Scream, it, the 90s, are kind, it's kind of a bad decade for horror. Mm. But you have your bright spots here and there. And I think Scream is... Uh, I'd really have to sit down and think if that's my favorite 90s horror movie. It's got to be up there. It's Yeah, it's it's way up there, though. It's even a good, like, modern horror franchise, yeah. too, which is... Yeah. I think it's also kind of hard to come by. I mean, you get... Nowadays, you've got, like, the Saw movies, which I've never really been that into. Me either. Like, I liked the first one, but it was like, I don't know, I think maybe... Do we have to do this every year? <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I just, all that is to say, I don't have any Saw movies ranked for this, even though <laughs> I know people think of those as Halloween movies. Um, yeah. And I think I even saw the first one on Halloween that year in the theater. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Scream is great. That's a, that's a classic. You can't even call it a new classic at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost, you know, it's 25 years old. Oh, hush your face. I know, I know. Well, they're doing another one, right? Yeah. What that's going to be now? wild. Like I don't know. Four, five? It should be five. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. Or but, is um, it four? I don't know. I get confused. I think they did four. I want to say they did four. Thing. And it was bad. Was it? Or, was it at, or am I thinking of three? Scream four. Let's see. Does this exist? 2011, yeah. Yes, it does exist. I thought, I thought, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. Not Did sure. I even fucking see it? I was going to say, I don't think I even saw it. I mean, they brought everybody back. How would I not see it? 
How would Surely you I did. Yeah, they brought everybody back that was still alive, as far as I can tell. Well, I feel like an idiot. Anyway, um, Scream's a great pick. Yep. Uh, you've got some classics. I mean, you went through, you've gone through several franchises, just mm-hmm. those, you know, original installments that hard to go wrong there. Uh, so my next one, again, this is going to be a little bit weird. Um, nobody has seen this, but that's okay. It, I, I would definitely recommend it. I, I think it's gaining momentum as kind of a cult favorite it's and it's i mean it's a fairly recent um it's only from 2013 it's called the wnuf halloween special (gasps) Uh, i know what that is okay i thought you might um i discovered this on shutter Uh uh-huh just a few years back like not all that long ago again it's you know it's less than this movie's less than 10 years old, but it's a, I'll say this. It's a found footage movie. It is literally the only found footage movie that I like. <laughs> um, and I really like it because the approach they take is it's, it's literally like a, a, a news broadcast mm-hmm. that was like, like a very ill fated news broadcast that was filmed in the eighties at a somewhat, indeterminate well i think they do give a date i think it's kind of in the mid 80s there's like a you know there's like a a time stamp on the mm-hmm. on the film itself and it's like uh this film crew where they're 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 doing a local news halloween special at this house that was the site of like a, a massive murder suicide in the sixties or something. And it's like now this historical site or something like that. And it's like, Oh, we're going to perform a seance here and do all this. <laughs> and it's supposed to be just this big publicity stunt, right? Yeah. Cause there'll be cutaways where it's like, here's what was supposed to be broadcast to the public. Here's what's just raw footage from the film crew and it's like the the reporter on scene talking about, oh, you know, we found this guy who's going to conduct the seance, and he's like, just nobody really. And yeah. uh, then, like, weird shit actually does start to happen. You know, it, you kind of proceed from there. Uh, it has lots of fake local news com- news station commercials. Yes, it uh, does. <laughs> Which is probably more of the runtime than the actual movie. So there'll be like all these cutaways too. And it's like, oh, now there's a sale at whatever local place that isn't real. Um, I don't know. So it has a lot of very authentic touches. Like you could believe that this truly was something that they filmed and just a terrible tragedy occurred and it was never meant to be seen by the public. Mm-hmm. Like that's the idea. That's the conceit behind it. Obviously it's, it's just a purely a work of fiction, but they really pull it off very well in the way that, you know, other found footage movies pretty much never do. <laughs> um, the commitment to the gimmick is really great. Mm-hmm. And it's very charming, I will say. It's it's not the type of thing I thought I would enjoy, but um, it's it's quickly become a favorite. 
it is so weird. Like it is, yeah. Because I, I must have, you must have told me about it, and that's why I watched it. But I remember, um, going like, this is just weird. Like if you want something that's different, like you're like, I don't want to watch like a slasher movie mm-hmm. or like haunted house or like, just watch that because the commercial something different weird. but still very Halloween themed. Yes. Um, and also nostalgic if you're of a certain age even though again this was not made in the 80s um it sure looks like it was it does it's um pretty impressive Um, it's uh, described as quote a love letter to vhs and public access tv yeah that's a lot of people are into that stuff they sure are and which a lot of people that means absolutely nothing to yeah (laughs) and that's fine very true but Um, uh yeah, for people our age, it's it's going to hit that sweet spot, I think. So I had uh, originally had another one on my in mind, you know, the top three horror. And so I kind of already named two of them, and I had the third one. And then I decided to swerve mm. and um, go, like, complete classic because – and I'm curious – where you're gonna land on this because i feel like you mm-hmm. might go it's for dumb babies but uh, <laughs> i think i might know what it is but go ahead. it's hocus pocus <laughs> i wondered if you would give a nod to hocus pocus I no feel like i don't think that's to. for dumb babies because it's probably the most halloween you could fucking ever get is like yeah. it is witches and curses and black cats and little kids and costumes and um antics like you know the, i like the animatronics and the cat a lot and um because i like the practical effects and mm-hmm. especially in horror um i love the witches i love bet mittler the costumes are awesome the story is just real fun and it gets so sickeningly bitter like gross sweet like family it gives you all those icky feels you know i <laughs> um, but like it's very you know kid friendly and it's icky. Um, yeah, but also has like adults just partying a lot in the background, true, so true. that helps. But it's just you know it, it, it's so much fun, like it's so nostalgic, and um, it always makes me want to go to Salem, which I've never been there, um, mm, but yeah. I always want to go and like do witchy things in Salem after I watch that movie. And another possible costume idea. Well, which one of those witches do you think I could pull off? Um, the Kathy. N- <laughs> N- one. I would go with. I love go with her. That. Yeah, I don't know her name. I'm sorry. Um, no, that's uh, so that's one that um, I don't knock the pick at all. Um, I, you know, it's. Definitely a classic. I think I'm just fascinated by the elevation of that movie within the culture over the years. It is interesting. It is interesting. It's one that, I mean, I remember seeing as a kid. Like, we we would watch that movie in school, right? Yeah. Like, when, when the teacher was having an off day in October, and it was just, all right, we're just going to throw a movie on. Mm-hmm. It would usually be, especially in elementary and middle school, like, that or something like that. Casper. Casper, Another exactly. Um, bed knobs and broomsticks. That one. Uh, 
So I definitely saw it a lot growing up, but I can't, I don't think I would ever say it was a favorite. I guess a lot of other people felt differently. And, or maybe it's just one of those things where, what's the, uh, Hallmark, no, not Hallmark, Family Channel. Yeah. It's called something else now, I guess. Freeform. Freeform. Even still called that anymore. I don't know. But anyway, whenever they started playing it, Mm -hmm. uh, it's like they, they got a hold of that movie just like, um, you know, TBS, TNT with a Christmas story. <laughs> exactly. And I think they just, like, gave it the, the rocket strapped to the ass type push, mm-hmm. right? Where, you know, if you saw it, well, now you're going to see it pretty much nonstop for 30 days straight. <laughs> um, I'm fine with it. It must have just been really cheap to license. And they're like, oh, yeah, people like this movie. Let's throw that on. <laughs> I think that's really what did it. I mean, that's how these things get started, really. That's fair enough, so, yeah. 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 I mean, it sounds like I'm being very dismissive. I'm not being No, no, I, I just, I'm, I'm trying to understand. You would tell me to my face if it was for dumb babies. Uh, oh, that's such a dumb baby movie. Um, <laughs> see, I thought you were going to say something like Monster Squad, which is, uh, no. you know. I wouldn't even really call that a dumb baby movie, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, my God, that spider's up right on her head. You know, in every shower I've ever been in, I had this fucking scene in my head. Oh, yeah, you're kind of right about that. I am it's definitely, exciting. if nothing else, look, I am definitely checking behind the faucet to make sure there's not a giant web. Yes. My God. That spider fell directly onto her face. It sure did. down between her boobs. Yep. That makes... I have frogs jumping on me nightly on the yep. outside, of the, on the patio. But I would die if that thing Oof. touched me. This guy looks like great value, Robert Downey Jr. He does a little bit, don't he? <laughs> yes. Um... So anyway, that was, that was your number one. Yeah. That was my number one. Uh, well, we... Basically, already talked about my number one since we overlapped on Halloween. That would have been mm-hmm. my my pick for number one. So that's it. Those are our lists. Well, we got a lot of movies to watch. We do got a lot of movies to watch. I got some, you know, some honorable mentions too. Maybe. Um, yeah, I would put Jason Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, put Jason up there. It often helps when there is an actual Friday the 13th in October. It does, yes. Um, but sure, we'll we'll get him in there. That, I mean, I remember watching those series of movies when I was like, I think I was in middle school, and they just ran them all back to back on mm-hmm. Cinemax or something <laughs> one weekend. And I just fucking sat down there and watched them all. And I don't know that I've seen a single one of those, like, sequels since then. Like, in its entire, you know, every now and then I'll sit down and watch part of it. But um, I know you're very well versed <laughs> at least oh, I kind am. of the first half of the series. You did a whole podcast on them. So. I, I was on uh, Blockbuster Rewind. Blockbuster was Rewind. There and we talked in great detail about the first four movies. Yes. So uh, maybe I'll I'll do that and watch because uh, I want to say I, I saw that in the list of horror films coming to Peacock very mm-hmm. soon. 
Peacock's doing a big horror push in October. Nice. And, uh, yeah, they released a, a list of um, classic horror movies and some not so classic. But I think that I think that a, a great many of those Friday the Thirteenth movies were on the list, if not all of them. Surely. So yeah. Um, gosh, what else? Uh, Pet Cemetery is oh, again yeah. nothing nothing real Halloweenish about it, but. Uh, just one of my favorite horror movies, which so you did a podcast on that too, a freak out drive. I did. Yeah, and I was legit scared. That movie just it does things that movies aren't supposed to do. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe That's it. That's why I like it. I do too. Um, the sequel is pretty bad. Um, but you get some you get some uh, early '90s Anthony Edwards in there. Yeah. Uh, you get that. some uh, you get some Edward Furlong in there. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's so gross. John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah, he's great. He's he's spraying that spider and is still not dying. I'm like, Oof. oh my god. Yeah, that's like a creature out of hell. Oof. What else? You, you know. Uh, this is not a horror movie, but, uh, how about E.T.? Like, Hmm. there's something, I mean, the end of that movie is... Yeah, I can see it. Um, I mean, it's set at Halloween. I don't know, there's just something magical about E.T. Like, I don't have to watch it this time of year. But it's, it feels like a fall movie, for sure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, if I'm not gonna watch something... If I'm not really in the mood for horror, but I'm like, I want to watch a movie that feels appropriate for the season, go with E.T. Yeah, I like the way you say that. Yeah. Seasonally appropriate movie. Seasonally appropriate. Um, ugh, this is a gross one. Oh, that is gross. Are those things? Ugh. Venom glands? poison sex. Ugh. I'm good. Um... But yeah, I just uh, this guy anything. looks like if uh, you know at the end of uh, Beauty and the Beast when the Beast turns into a human person. Yeah, that's what this scientist. <laughs> this is who he turns into, <laughs> right? This blonde-headed man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a prince. Like, what is he doing? Like, fucking with spiders in the lab. I thought you were gonna say he's like Gaston or something. <laughs> No, he definitely looks like a prince. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, well, we're good. Uh, anything Stephen King related to? I'd, also, yeah. Even, like, his shittier adaptations, <laughs> I still kind of like. Um, I don't know. I just have a soft spot for those movies. Well, the original It um, two-part yeah, movie I mean, that's is... Yeah, that's pretty bad, honestly. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? I mean, it's one that you just... Find yourself watching, even yeah. though, I mean, it's really not scary. It's not good, but I don't care. Scary. <laughs> Just watch good. it anyway. <laughs> I, I think find I, it scary I, still. I think I'm just so over the the scary Pennywise. clown thing. Yeah. It just I'm desensitized to it. I'll put it that way. Well, you should watch Terrifier. No, um, that's a scary clown, bitch. I really like Terrifier. I just think I've become too desensitized to the scary clown for the 
scary clown to still be scary. <laughs> Uh, and I think I like the original It more than the remakes, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. They I mean, felt, I love the remakes, but the it, the original is it for me. They felt very try-hard to me. Yeah, like, yeah, in an extra way that I enjoyed. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's... Either really go for that or, or it really mm-hmm. turns you off. And I think it, right. it went in the other direction for me. Um. But I think that that about covers it for me. Do you have any other honorable or not so honorable mentions? Well, I was going to say like um, The Exorcist. Ooh, I love The Exorcist. That, and that one. Rosemary's still, Baby. <laughs> still pretty scary. Uh, both of those. I'll you can't find them streaming right now. Yeah, though. probably not. Of course. None of The Exorcist sequels, though. Those are... Well, the third one is, I don't know. Um, it has its merits, but. Yeah. Oof, that second one. Rough. And like, didn't they do some prequels, like, somewhat recently? I think so. Those, those are but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're going to get a spider in the popcorn. Oh, God. Ugh. He is so excited about his popcorn, too. Yeah, he is. Oh, man. Real uh, butter or fake butter? Boy, you know uh, that. Oh. Man. He is too excited to sit at home and eat popcorn and watch Wheel of Fortune. With Mimi. With Mimi. <laughs> um, You like to see it, though. They're very much in love. Oh, yeah. Very wholesome. Burials. Oh my god Terrible I think it gets both of them doesn't it I think so Oh, oh man oh. God This whole town Is about to get fucked Yeah Oh gosh Are we going to finish the movie <laughs> Um, we. You know what we might Got about what 25 minutes left Is that what else is there? Um, so I have some uh, local folk folklore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I want, I want to hear this. Um, I kind of teased you with this. It's yeah. really stupid. Uh, well, stupid. one of them, one of them is really stupid. So we'll we'll start with the one that's I won't say has more legitimacy to it, but but maybe has a little bit more. Um, I, I don't know, like. There's more of a legend to this one. It, it, as far as I can tell, it, it really picked up steam in 2001 because there was like this article published in Style Weekly or something. It's about the Richmond vampire. Mm. <laughs> okay. And from what I understand, it's really the convergence of two different stories, two different legends, really. So the first of which, um, is about this uh, mausoleum, this tomb, if you will, that is in a very historic, very sprawling cemetery in the city of Richmond. It's called Hollywood Cemetery. Um, Hollywood, as, as in the, um, not the, 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 um, the plant, not the, not the place, right? Mm-hmm. 
historic cemetery houses like uh, presidents and other historical figures. Um, a really neat place to walk around to spend a day at. Um, it's one of the cooler things to do in Richmond. Anyway, there's this very uh, sort of ornate uh, tomb. There's a lot of these actually in, in Hollywood Cemetery. Um, but this one is noted for its uh, Masonic and ancient Egyptian elements. Mm. And it's um, the remains of this tomb. It's someone called W.W. Poole, who there's really not, I mean, there's not really much information about. He was a bookkeeper when he lived in in Richmond, um, died in 1913, apparently. So, I don't know. People have always had weird ideas around this mausoleum. Like, why does it look so different from those around it? Why uh, are the the two W's somewhat fang-shaped? They're, they're very weirdly stylized. Um, it, it definitely strikes an image. And so that's always been just sort of a weird, like, Richmond artifact. But uh, where this other story comes in, there was a, a tunnel, a railroad tunnel collapse uh, back towards the, the turn of the 20th century. And uh, several several railway, railway workers were injured and killed. There were re- recovery efforts. Um, and there's this story about, um, you know, rescue workers unearthing a blood-covered creature with mm. jagged teeth and skin hanging from its body, crouching over another victim. It says the creature escaped uh, from this cave-in and raced towards the James River. James River is the main sort of thoroughfare in, in Richmond. Um, and so the, apparently people chased after it, and it ultimately took refuge in Hollywood Cemetery. It mm-hmm. disappeared into a mausoleum. They don't identify which uh, mausoleum, but it's it's in the vicinity of of this um, you know hillside uh, tomb, this grave of W. W. Fool. So people say, oh, that's that's who it was. This guy is really secretly a vampire that comes out to prey on you know the the dead or nearly dead in this case. So, again, I I don't think there's much to it. Most historians will tell you that uh, the truth of this matter, this mysterious creature, is actually a lot more morbid than, uh, you know, a a supernatural vampire. They say it's it's actually a... um, They apparently identified this uh, railroad worker named Benjamin F. Mosby, who was caught in this cave-in and uh, badly burned. Oh, no. Yeah. And several of his teeth, it says, were broken uh, before he made his way through the tunnel. Yeah, it's like he was really messed up. Reportedly was in shock with layers of skin hanging from his body. Oh, he later died at Grace Hospital and was buried at Hollywood Cemetery. But, um, I don't know, it's probably more believable than dude was a vampire. But, uh, 
Anyway, this is one of those, I, I think it caught traction because uh, Richmond, you know, it's a college town, uh, public, large public university in the heart of the city, Hollywood Cemetery, very close nearby. Like the, the campus newspaper is, is publishing stories about this supposed vampire dating back to the 70s. So, I mean, it's it's going to it's going to pick up steam over the years. Um, just took on a life of its own, I think. And especially with that, you know, the story of the, the railroad collapse, which I think that didn't come into the picture until, like I said, uh, early 2000s. Um, you know, just somebody, a writer wanting to put two and two together and, and make a good story out of this thing. But um, it's fun, like a lot of the stuff. It's, I'm sure, very untrue, but cool nonetheless in its own way. I choose to believe in it, Tim. I know you do. You believe in everything, don't you? I do. I just figured, why not? Yeah. Just believe in why all. Why not? I believe in basically nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're a good Mulder Scully <laughs> gender swap uh, combo, I think. I like it. Um, so I was trying to dig around and think about like interesting places around where I live now, even though I didn't grow up here. Mm. Um, so I, I knew that we had a lighthouse in Pensacola. Um, but I did not realize that it was haunted. I haven't been there. Now I'm thinking maybe this is one of those outings I need to do (laughs) during the month of October is perhaps visit this haunted lighthouse. But the um, ghost hunters have called it one of America's most haunted places. Um, And so I'll just read like a little history. It's um, Michaela. I think I think that's what they call her. Michaela. um, She married. Jeremiah Ingram, and they moved into the lighthouse uh, to become the keepers in 1826. And so they lived there for a while. And then for whatever reason, Michaela and Jeremiah started having marital problems. Mm. Um, There was rumors of spousal abuse. Um, Others thought that she was crazy jealous of her lighthouse. But whatever the reason, in 1940, uh, Michaela picked up a knife and sliced her husband to death. Oh, my God. Lack of evidence led to no conviction, so she spent the rest of her days tending to the lighthouse alone. Uh, she died there in 1855, um, but people say that she never truly left. Um, objects are flung at visitors during the uh, in the keeper's quarters, suggesting her ghost is hostile and wants to be alone. The blood stains left by her vicious murder remained on the floor until it was refurbished. Oof. Yep. Um, wow. People sometimes can hear a woman's voice calling their name uh, as if to warn them. People have reported that they felt a presence following them up the stairs to the tower where they can hear breathing behind them. Mm. So they have late night uh, ghost tours. Yeah. So that sounds fun. In a lighthouse. that yeah. That's a really cool setting for a ghost yeah. tour. I've always had a fascination with lighthouses, I gotta tell you. Um It's the phallic symbol. It may it may be the phallic symbol. I think there I also just um I don't know, that 
the life of the the lighthouse. There's something yeah. sort of romantic about that to me. Like I, I could see myself being a lighthouse keeper. I'll put it in a weird sort of like if I was born a hundred years ago, sort of, <laughs> sort of way. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, it's so like mostly I don't think the I could, con- yeah. The conditions are terrible. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could get like a tropical lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my God! All the spiders are just. I know there are so many spiders taking over. Oh my oh, God! Oh, he's fucked now. And he just fell. Yep, he's in their lair now. Yeah. The cellar. Um, are lighthouse keepers aren't really a thing anymore, are they? I don't I think, think so. I think uh, to the extent that lighthouses are still in use, they're yeah. they're mostly automated. Yeah. Right? Just, yeah. I think so. You don't really need someone living there and mm-hmm. operating it. So I know that some of them get turned into um, like Airbnbs, like oh. or people live in them, mm-hmm. um, which is a cool idea. I would yeah. definitely visit one and like stay a weekend. I think that would be fun. Man. A lighthouse ghost. I did a ghost tour. I've told you this. Um, in an old penitentiary, and uh, yeah. Uh, to, to, um, in West Virginia. Uh, this was like 10 years ago. And I mean, it was a large tour. It was me and a group of people. So, which is the way you want to do that kind of thing. Oh, right? definitely. <laughs> you can't go in on your own. Um, I can't say anything really happened. I don't know. There was a weird thing with a, uh, with a, um, flashlight where, so somebody in our party had one of those, um, like mini mag light, mm-hmm. um, you know, pretty powerful, but compact flashlights, you know, you just twist to turn it on and off. And, um, she took in and twisted it in such a way where it was sort of between on and off, right. Where you could, mm-hmm. you could just tap it on a surface and it would, it would t- come on, tap it again. It, it would come off just, you know, you, you kind of find that sweet spot mm-hmm. in the, and the flashlight anyway sets it down on the ground we're sitting in this room uh where like some one of many riots take took place in this prison i don't remember all the details this was a while ago <laughs> but it's like a slab you know concrete floor pitch black we're sitting there like in a circle and uh she says something like oh you know if there's any spirits in this room if you want to communicate with us um touch the flashlight and it will turn on just all you have to do is is touch it make contact with with this flashlight to turn it on and we'll know that you're here so if you if you want to you know make your presence known go ahead and and turn the flashlight on and um i'll be damned if it didn't turn on um (laughs) were y'all sitting in the dark yeah, yeah, we're sitting in the dark, oh, shit. and it turned on, and we all kind of looked so, around. We all kind of looked around, like, well, not really. We're all we're sort of thinking, okay, somebody either touched it or, um, you know, there was a gust of wind. It could have been right. a vibration in the floor. Could have been any number of things, right? Ghost penis. And so, so we're sort of looking around, feeling a little bit awkward. Um, now we did, you know, it, the room is lit up. She goes, okay, um, 
great. Can you can you now touch it again to turn it off? And it went right off. And I mean, at that point, you can tell whether or not somebody is tampering with it, which mm-hmm. nobody did. But again, maybe it's something in the floor. This did go back and forth enough times for me to think um, somebody's either really fucking around or uh-huh. this is like a lot to be a coincidence uh-huh. <laughs> just in terms of the timing. So I don't know. None of us, I don't think any of us actually got scared, but there was definitely that feeling of some, some unease. It, it was almost like an, unco- you almost laughed. <laughs> at- oh man. This movie is just these spiders. Uh, I said I wasn't going to get scared, but these jump scares keep getting me. I know. And look at that gross nest or whatever. It is. It's like pulsating. Whole ass wine cellar just fell on him. It sure did. I love the shadows of the spiders slowly being <laughs> lowered down. Yeah. The final boss fight. We are going to finish this movie. Um, so, but anyway, it was. You know how you laugh at it in an uncomfortable situation sometimes. All the time, yes. That's what it felt like in the um, haunted penitentiary, so to speak. Really? Huh. Yeah. Um, never really got. Well, few people in our party did get scared. Scared. <laughs> um, yeah, there's this one girl that like freaked out. She was like, "I have to, I have to leave now." I love the freaked out girl. Yeah, she she went back to uh, she slept in the car. She she pulled <laughs> it out of there. We're like, we can't really. I mean, this is it was an overnight thing. Oh like, God. Yeah, yeah we couldn't leave. Yeah. Nobody was playing. Nobody's gonna sleep or anything. We're just gonna walk around all night. But she was like, Mm-mm, "I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm done." I wouldn't go sleep by myself in the car. I'll tell you that. She did. I don't know. She was like, better there than, than in here. I got to get out of this building. Fuck. So, yeah. All right. So, We're burning it down. We're burning oh, God. Spiders down. Yeah. Well, this is how you deal with a, an arachnid problem in your home. I just and, love it. I just love the spider. Like, you his see invasive a, movements. Like, he is... And like he is intellectually uh, <laughs> on par with this human person. Yes. Oh my god. It's like it's like a mini diehard. <laughs> mini diehard die with spiders. Diehard with spiders. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> He's freaking out, burning he's his entire house down. His mind. This is how all of us feel when there's a spider. Yes. And you're like, okay, I'll deal with, and then it disappears, right? Like, oh, where it goes. Because <laughs> they always disappear on you. <laughs> well, we have three animals now, so nothing ever makes it. There you go. Here. Especially the frogs in your house. Frogs don't make it. Yeah, cats are good house. for that. I, I will say this for I'm not a big cat person, but cats are definitely good for dealing with stuff like that. Yeah. 
This is how I imagine you trying to combat your rat problem. Oh, God. Mouse, mice Mal, problem. Mal, my, mice problem. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ugh. How is he not getting bit right now? Because he was doing that little dance thing I that guess. he did to get <laughs> Uh, it's going in for the kill. Alright, by his loafers. He's paralyzed with fear. I would be too. Just like when he was a child and it crawled on. Isn't that the backstory that he gives? Yeah, yeah. He has a, a huge uh, Death. fear of spiders. Deathly fear of spiders because yeah. one crawled on him when he was an infant. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Yeah, I always wanted to do like like that, something like that. There's this place in Birmingham called Sloss Furnace. So it was like um it was like uh, one of those uh, where they take like the get the iron ore and make it into steel or whatever. Oh yeah. One of the Yeah. The ironworks. Iron. Uh, Type We've got one of those in Richmond too. Yeah, and, probably uh, a, a old Civil War. Civil family. War, yeah, and uh, supposedly it's real haunted. Uh, and there was like this evil um, overseer guy that would run, all, you know, like work all these people to death and like <laughs> burn up their bodies fire. in the fucking furnace and shit. So yeah, it's supposed to be super haunted there. Mm. Holy shit! <laughs> Oh my god. What a shot. Nice shot. Tell me that does not make the movie. Yeah, that's the money shot. That was a nail gun through the giant spider that was on fire. That was on fire. And then it nails it into its own nest and then sets all of it on fire. You don't Mm. get any better than that. Wow. And now it just burns. Take that, you smart spider. <laughs> now, we also um, have a Richmond werewolf. Excuse Ooh. me. It's called um, the the werewolf of Henrico, which just makes me laugh because Henrico is um, not that you need to know about Richmond geography, but we we have what are called the Tri-Cities, where you, you've got the city of Richmond and you've got sort of surrounding suburbs, of which I live in one of. Henrico County is another one of these suburbs, and it's actually where I work. And to think that there is a werewolf running around this suburb is just completely absurd. It's like a, it's a suburb like any other. I mean, uh-huh. it's completely absurd to think that you know, it, it's a lot of, you know, soccer moms out running errands and there's a, a werewolf at the grocery store. I mean, what are uh-huh, we doing? Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, I have this little article. This is this goes back to 2013. Apparently there's been no action since then. So <laughs> I don't know what the hell was in the water in Henrico in 2013, but it says... Uh, most recent, uh, of the werewolf sightings have occurred in Henrico County, a suburb of Richmond. Most of these sightings have taken place at the Confederate Hills. Yes, that's what it's really called. Confederate Hills Recreation Center at Lee Avenue in Highland Springs. This is just a, a rec 
center. Um, there have been quite a few incidents of these sightings in the area. Some of the first sightings were indeed pranks, and the proper measures were taken to prove so. Mm-hmm. How I don't know what those included. However, the newest sightings have not been proven to be pranks. In fact, many of the inhabitants of the neighborhood have had more than one sighting of this so-called werewolf. Here's where it gets good. Those who have seen this creature all say that it's covered with black hair with touches of silver. Oh, a silver many, fox. <laughs> a silver fox werewolf. Yeah, well... Many have even said that it was walking upright until it noticed it was being watched and then ran off on all fours. Mm. Many say, I don't know who these many are, um, the many <laughs> residents of Kenraiko, say they have heard it howling at night and more so on nights with a full moon. Everyone that has seen the so-called werewolf have never gotten a feeling that it wanted to hurt them. One woman even said that it came so close to where she was sitting that it almost showed its face. But then as soon as she realized it was there, it ran off into the woods. A few other onlookers have said that the wolfman seems playful and has chased them around like a puppy, but has yet to harm anyone. It runs away scared when people attempt to chase or hurt it. Perhaps it is more afraid of us than we are of it. Well, some werewolf. Um, yeah, that, that doesn't sound scary at all. It chases them like a puppy. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, and doesn't want to be seen. Yeah. Okay. So And this is a com- this article is accompanied by a, a very uh, vicious-looking artist representation of the monster, which is like, you know, more so something out of the howling. Right. Um yeah, Henrico Werewolf. I uh I'll be on the lookout when I I think you should follow Go back in the office three days a week starting mm-hmm. next week. So that's well, we my... we finished our, our movie. We sure did. Look at us. Yeah. I'm proud of us. We got our shit together this time. Yeah. Ooh, Spider created and designed by Chris Wallace. And you know what else he did? It all what? comes back to... Actually few things i believe he did gremlin the first gremlins oh yeah he also did the fly i was thinking the fly yeah and he directed the fly too damn yeah he's great yeah he is I didn't unsung know i would say so watch arachnophobia and watch all the other movies that we mentioned Yes, definitely watch Arachnophobia. Um, turned out to be a, a much better uh, horror pick than than I was anticipating. Mm. Even though I've seen it a hundred times. Right. <laughs> what all you got going on for pods nowadays? I don't know. Whatever you're doing. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> pretty much. So we mentioned uh, Freak Out Drive-In. Um mm-hmm. Getting that back off the ground. You're going to be running an episode a week throughout the month of October, right? I am. Excited so, for that. Uh, okay, very good. Well, uh, am I the, the the returning episode? You are. Or, okay. You are. You're the very first. So look for that. If it's not available now, very soon here in the month of October. Again, that's uh, Hellraiser. One of my just all-time favorite horror movies. Maybe my favorite 
true horror movie. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, we, you and I also have on this very network, the Jenny position, the journey through infinity. This is not a horror themed podcast, mm-hmm. but it's a superhero themed podcast where, um, we're going to be talking the crow very no. Um, <laughs> We should do the crow. We should. But no, this is this is a uh, retrospective of the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, with our friends J.T. Rosero and Scott Criscolo. Um, started out as a project walking J.T. through the, the films of um, the Infinity Saga because he was not a big you know superhero mm-hmm. comic book fan by any means. Hadn't seen really any of these comic based superhero movies. Um, you know, before we embarked on that journey, but he's a, a veritable expert now, some might say, and, uh, we're more than halfway through our next installment is going to be black Panther. Yeah. So don't know exactly when that's going to take place. We haven't recorded it yet, but we're going to get to it soon. Uh, we do some wrestling podcasts as well. Check those out on, Place to be Nation Wrestling, one of our sister networks, and um, also subscribe to the North-South Connection podcast network. That's where I do uh, a pod w- a podcast with JT again and a rotating guest. It's called 9021 No So. It's going through all the episodes from the very start of the original classic OG Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, boy, did we cover a classic episode very recently. It's called the perfect mom. Um, really a tour de force performance by uh, uh, <laughs> Jackie Taylor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kelly's mom makes, makes her makes a big splash in that one. Uh, so check that out. Me and JT with um, first time guest, first time uh, podcaster, really Marco, 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 no Rocco Martone. <laughs> Easy for you me to say. It. Yeah, you can find that on uh, the North South Connection uh, podcast. So um, looking forward to more great things with Rocco. Uh, he was a great guest and very enthusiastic for. Um, 90210 big horror guy too so awesome yeah i'm so, definitely uh, gonna try to get him on the show yeah good dude but uh you can follow me on social media i am at psych 68 cyke 68 on twitter gosh is that everything is that enough i think it's everything but it's never enough god what else um so right here on the jenny position um, besides what Tim mentioned, there should be short. I mean, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I love how you well, I have I, I have plans, but you know. Um, <laughs> this is why I love you. Everything I try to do usually gets fucked up, so yeah. I'm real hesitant to like to pimp future projects that may never happen. Um, sure. But this definitely will happen, but you just have a little bit of time. Um, Bianca's first time is also returning, um, but it will be returning in um, November on the 5th because we watched mm. V for Vendetta. And um, 
that is a real interesting rewatch for me. Um, v for Vendetta hits real different after 2020. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it was quite the journey. So that'll be on uh, November 5th, which I know is a bit. But um, I wanted to mention it because I haven't before. Remember, We've already recorded it, and it's definitely going to happen. So yeah. um, I, I don't have any problems there. But um, getting together with Miranda to be geek and sassy is uh, – Hopefully something that will happen uh, this month as well. And then, of course, uh, you heard about Pluto, which is pretty much my most consistent show now um, because I have tons of people that want to do stuff on Pluto because it's awesome. Mm. And uh, so I should be having lots of Plutos coming out soon. The most recent one was with Sean Kidd, and we watched The Greatest American Superhero, I think is what it's called. That was oh, the greatest American hero? Hero. Hero. Okay. Um, so that was absolutely absurd. Um, but all the stuff... show exists. All this stuff is, uh, you know, free content. Um, it will always be free, and I think that's cool. Um, where it's becoming increasingly monetized um, to be in podcasting or to listen to podcasts. Um, so, you know... Check all that stuff out. Follow me on Twitter at Jenny Position. Uh, leave a review. You know, that'd be great on the Facebook page or on Podbean or anywhere, really. Five stars only, please. And uh, thank you, guys. I hope you have a great spooky season and uh, watch some great movies. Okay.